that in the midst of this crisis is an opportunity for me to develop a part of my mind, my will, and my emotions to a higher level and a higher echelon of being. Welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. This show is about intention, transparency, and insights from business professionals sharing their personal business. Discover what they've learned the hard way so you don't have to. Empowering a new breed of self-aware leadership. Here's your host, Angus Nelson. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 061 of the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. I'm your host, Angus Nelson. So great to have you here. If this is a very new experience for you on the show, this is your weekly dose of business savvy, emotional intelligence, and oftentimes a bit of inspiration. And I'm hoping today that will be the case. I help you master your mindset, dominate your fears, unleash your amazing, and live your most effective self. And this week, I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about this thing called emotion, your emotional state. Do you know that determines everything? Now, I don't have a guest on today, so I'm going to be sharing with you from my heart and my experience about uh, some of the things I've been going through here recently. You know, over the summer, um, I did leave uh, a company um, that was kind of unexpected. I was laid off from my former company that I had helped start. Uh, was with them for three years and had an awesome ride uh, working with the uh, Fortune 1000 brands that we were a part of with Crowd Companies. It really was a great experience. I learned a ton, and I'm super, super grateful for my time there as well as the opportunity I had to even be a part in the first place. Well, after um, all of that, I went on to try and launch uh, my own uh, coaching practice. For those of you that were on my mailing list, obviously you saw some emails about that. And the truth of the matter is I didn't set it up altogether perfectly. In fact, in many respects, I'd say I could chalk that up to a failure, uh, one being I'd never, ever asked my audience for um, a payment of anything in the past, never before. So it was kind of like all of a sudden now I was approaching them from a different perspective and they weren't ready for it, especially at the price point that I was asking. That's number two is I had an inaccurate price point. And then number three, I think I was offering products that weren't altogether clear or useful in the moment. There were things that people, when they gave me feedback, had shared with me that they appreciated my abilities to be um, an influence in their lives or to be able to coach them, but at that price point, it was just impossible for them. And now, in retrospect, I can see why. You know, I thought I had an audience that listened to my show that was of a certain age group, a certain demographic, a uh, certain uh, social economic you know standpoint or what have you all these things that as a podcaster we build these things called avatars and we say this is our perfect um, listener well the truth is as I've gone into some of the analytics and I've learned about my audience I've asked some questions I've interacted with a number of you and I've realized this is a much younger 
demographic, and this is a much different audience than what I had first assumed that I was trying to reach. And as such, I'm going to be kind of pivoting some of the ways that I approach you, and that being giving you more tools to be successful. And that may sound, you know, like kind of like a duh, <laughs> like, no kidding, uh, that's not a big deal. What do you mean? Well, what I mean by that is something super uber practical, everything from how to speak, how to network. It's not a surprise now that my networking uh, show that I did on how to network was as successful as it was because it's something that so many people struggle with and wrestle with. So it was very pertinent to you, the listener. And I just want to apologize for making assumptions. And I want to apologize and own the fact that um, I did some of this just wrong. And I'm not ashamed of it. In fact, I just chalk it up to lessons learned. And that's part of my story, part of who I am, is that I like to get up in your business. And as such, I get up in my own business. Well, there's another area I also want to address um, with you today, and that is this whole thing of emotions. I started a new company called Brain Trust Partners, and uh, you've heard me mention them real briefly before. And we are off to an, a fantastic start. Um, I got to serve one of our clients with my wife uh, just a few weeks ago. We were able to take a ten week, or excuse me, ten week, a ten day tour of uh, Greece and Crete and Croatia, Slovenia, and Italy. We went to a number of different cities along the way. On the ship, we were teaching social media classes to uh, the individuals on the ship, the cruisers, if you will. People and members of that cruise were able to partake in our enrichment course, teaching them social media, how to tell great stories, how to do some of the um, more simplistic elements of Facebook and Twitter. It was a great time, a great experience. Um, and as such, my wife and I, uh, we got to take part in an all-inclusive uh, cruise that if you've never been on a cruise, number one, this is this is probably one of the top of the top of the top of the food chain when it comes to cruises. It was on Regent Cruise Lines, uh, their Seven Seas Explorer uh, ship. It was an amazing uh, adventure. If you go online and do a search on them, you'll see that it's all-inclusive. It is glorious. Like the, Every detail of the ship is amazing and beautiful. As such, we're working with a number of people who are at a different echelon of life. It's uh, not only uh, is it an inclusive trip, but it's also an exclusive trip. There are many people there who owned companies, who have been around uh, companies that they've maybe even founded or started, or they've been successful in investments and these people are a very, I'm just going to say very easily, kind of on a wealthier class. And there were elements of our time on that ship that as much as I've been involved in corporate, as much as I've been a quote-unquote successful in my own life, I kind of like scratched my head saying, what in the world am I doing here? And my wife and I had some conversations at some point. Um, like it was just kind of, 
both humbling and encouraging and empowering at the same time, kind of this dual, you know, element. And if you've listened to one of the episodes earlier on that we did with Ann Handley and my brother Marcus, uh, we talked about imposter syndrome. Now, there was a little bit of that um, going into our experience, and that touched on some emotional uh, elements in my own personal life. And so that's where I want to start, is, is kind of having, you know, even me, the instructor, the coach, the, the, the host of this show, I too have very human qualities just like you. And I want to share that with you so that you know above and beyond anything else that you are not alone. Secondary. Uh, this business we are starting, uh, Brain Trust Partners. You know, I'm working with some really classy gentlemen, super wicked smart, and um, I'm learning to get really comfortable being around these guys because at first I'm like, what am I doing here? There's like these four cool cats and then there's me. Like in my mind, I have had areas where maybe I've disqualified my own expertise, my own experience, my own titles, or my education. Man, that's dangerous. I have wrestled with sleepless nights, literally, where I was worried and concerned about, am I going to be able to pull this off? Am I going to be able to do the things I've been brought here to do? The truth? Absolutely. For sure, not a doubt in my mind. <laughs> and yet there's those little gremlins in the back of my head that want to pull the rug out from under me. Have you ever been there? Where you feel like at any moment somebody's going to expose you and cause you to be seen as the fraud. There's a conversation with Seth Godin, if you're not familiar with him. He's an amazing marketer. And one of the things he said was that exact same thing, that he was worried that one day people would wake up and find he was a fraud. We talked about that in that episode um, with Ann Handley, I mentioned before, how so many people who are seen as quote-unquote successful or popular or, you know, celebrity-esque, they all wrestle with these questions of self. Add on to that the fact that this is a startup. We're bootstrapping a business, and we have, um, you know, gotten to a place where we're having to, you know, pay bills. And the companies we work with are all large companies who pay on a a net sixty or ninety or one hundred and twenty days, which means we may have a contract in, but we're not going to get paid for a little while. And so uh, myself uh, and my wife, we've been, you know, doing some side gigs to, you know, pay the bills and get through it. Oh, my goodness. When you are in a place where you don't have the normal income of a job, a J-O-B, if you're an entrepreneur, you know the stress, the strain, the anxiety that can sometimes be created when you don't see things happening immediately. And I've been there where my stomach was in knots and I just wanted, I just felt like I wanted to throw up. I wanted to vomit. I've had days where I felt the, literally the weight of the world on my shoulders holding me down. I felt in my head this pressure like I was sweating and I was always hot. Like I just was worried and concerned 
and what if this doesn't work? What if I failed? What if I'm a failure? You know, on the outside, you look at uh, any of you that follow my Facebook or Instagram or something like that, you can say, wow, he's amazing. Look at these crazy cool things he does. He must be just the most awesomest human being ever. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes it's hard. But here's something that I've realized. One, I haven't been taking care of me. I haven't been exercising. I haven't been reading books for my own growth. I've been reading them for interviews. I've been reading them for learning factoids and you know, the latest and greatest of innovation. I, I've been I've been reading to learn, but I haven't been reading to grow. And so that started uh, this week. I became very intentional. I ran into a friend of mine and I said, man, I feel like I'm running on empty. And he said, what are you reading? And I told him I've been reading this book and this book. He's like, no, 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 no. Self-care. What are you reading for you? Holy buckets. I was like, hmm, that's really, really humbling. Because as I stand here before you, there are things that I have done that have changed my life. There are things I've been active at and um, have really felt shifts in my own life. And I'm at a point where I've been so busy, busy, busy that I haven't been taking care of me. Now, my marriage is great. My kids are fantastic. We have a great relationship. We've had awesome adventures. But for me personally, I'm struggling with stuff because I haven't been putting in some of the things that I used to. So I've changed that. I, you know, have kicked into gear my spiritual practice. I've been going for walks with my dog in the morning and putting off that temptation in the morning just to open up Facebook, just to open up social media, just to open up my email, and instead focusing on filling up me. Meditation, prayer, exercise. These are all things I've talked about on on other shows um, and have just fallen out of practice in the midst of trying to do a good thing. And I'm, I'm pulling back on that to say, I got to take care of myself. You know, I, I missed a week while I was traveling for the podcast. I apologize for that. But I'm realizing that I cannot make this podcast more important than me. I cannot make this podcast more important than my family. I can't make this show more important than anything. My goal here is to serve you. And and as such, I want to give you some other elements besides my transparency and my vulnerability. My hope is that, like I stated, that you would realize you are not alone. If that's you, man, we're in this together. I want to encourage you. You can reach out to me and on you know, just send me an email at hello at Angus Nelson and, and tell me what's going on. I would love to hear you. Hello at AngusNelson.com. But here's some things I want to share with you about 
emotions, the power of emotions. So I was listening to uh, Tony Robbins. He's, he's one of my favorites. Um, I was listening to one of his teachings from like seriously 15, 17, 18 years ago. I don't know how long ago. And he talked about these three things that are the most critical components when you are in a bad emotional state, when you are outside of your beautiful state. You're wrestling with these elements of emotion that seems to be overriding or seems to be overwhelming your heart or your life. Those elements are products of your mind. And if your mind is in a bad place, it takes your emotions to those bad places as well. So here's three things that you can walk away with that can immediately change the dynamics of your mental and emotional state. Number one, how are you using your body? Have you ever noticed in the midst of stress and strain and, and you know, when you're in that down state that your shoulders slump over or that your head is down? That your body takes on the same appearance as your feeling. And one of the ways you can break yourself out of that is to suddenly take your posture to a full level. Like, like stand up straight, throw your shoulders back, put your head up, look up into the sky. And in that moment, you immediately change a dynamic physically that can translate emotionally. In addition to your posture, you'll notice that you might be in a place where you are breathing really shallow. What if at that same time you take some deep breaths? And get some oxygen into your life. Oxygen brings about the power and the energy that you need. So with your posture up, your posture and leading to your breathing, leading to your eyes and your head up, this creates an action that you can then connect to emotion. In addition, look into a mirror and smile. If you just grin from ear to ear and just make that your mission into a mirror, just to watch yourself smile for like three minutes, five minutes, your smile will evoke or invoke joy, endorphins, the things inside that will turn those emotions around. It's amazing how your motion... And your emotion can coincide. When you take motion, you can activate emotion to something positive. Emotion is created by motion. And if you lack motion, never notice that when you get down, when you get depressed, you get lazy. You just want to stay in bed all day. You just want to sit still. You don't want to do anything. You'll let the house go to trash or you'll let dishes stack up. You don't want to do anything. But if you take action and you take motion, you create the right emotion. So that's number one. Number two is this arena of focus and belief. Your focus, what you are focused on, A, gets bigger. Whatever you're thinking about, good or bad, the more you focus on it, the bigger it gets. So if you're focused on your gremlins, your gremlins are growing. 
and becoming more demonstrative in your imagination. They get to be hairier. They get to be uglier. They get to be scarier because that is your focus. And because it's your focus, it also becomes your belief. But what if you focused instead on being grateful for what you have, grateful at where you're going, focusing on things that you love or people that love you, focusing on things that are your hope, your expectation, focusing on what you want to see happen, It's amazing that what you focus on determines your belief system. And that focus on something that can go really awesome has the massive opportunity to actually manifest. You cannot see what you want to see until you see it internally. Let me say that again. You cannot see what you want to see until you see it internally. You have to see it inside before you can see it outside. So when you're in the midst of these crises or bad things, when you feel the pressure of money or relationships, addiction, or what have you, now, I'm not going to get off into, like, all of this, you know, wooey, 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 you know, um, believe it and receive it and whatever. I'm not going to say that all of that is fantastic and great because there's all sorts of exceptions, but I know there's elements of truth and reality because I've seen it in my own life. I'm not saying you sit there and believe for millions of dollars or you the fanciest, schmanciest cars, the biggest and greatest houses. It's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a positive outcome to your situation. What I'm talking about is seeing happiness, joy, fulfillment, sustaining life. When you see yourself as successful instead of a failure. When you see yourself as abundant instead of lack. What you focus on creates the belief system of what you're expecting. If you're always walking around waiting for the shoe to drop, guess what? At some point, the shoe is going to drop. But instead, if you see that every situation is a causality of you to be able to make decisions and opportunities to grow, that in the midst of this crisis is an opportunity for me to develop a part of my mind, my will, and my emotions to a higher level and a higher echelon of being. That every challenge, every fear is my invitation to something greater than my true and, and current reality man, then this thing turns into something powerful because the things I used to be afraid of, I'm not afraid of anymore. The things that used to scare me, they don't scare me anymore because I faced them, because I overcame those limitations. Lastly, what you say, how you speak, the words of your language are indicators and keys to moving you forward. When you say, oh man, I've, I can't believe this is happening. Uh, this is really sucky. Oh, this is, this is terrible. This always happens to me. Why does this always happen? Man, 
When you get all Debbie Downer, it's no wonder you're going to keep experiencing the same reality. Instead, instead of saying, oh, this always happens, instead of what you say is, I get to address this situation today. I get to overcome this challenge. And let's face it, life is not always peaches and cream. Life has all sorts of opportunities for challenge. As much as there are mountains, there are going to be valleys. And it is about walking through those valleys that help you enjoy the mountaintops even more. You're never going to always plateau at the highest point. Never, ever, 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 ever. If you think so, you're setting yourself up for some pain. But now if you speak over your situation and you can say things that move you in a different direction, this is how you change your emotion. And there are positive affirmations that you can do. Um, Here are things that you've heard me say before. I have Sharpies, or not Sharpies. Do not use Sharpies. (laughs) Dry erase markers I keep next to my bathroom mirror. And I write down um, things on my mirror. In fact, uh, just this weekend, my wife said something. I thought that was amazing. I'm going to write that down. I wrote it on my mirror right there in front of my sink because it's the last thing I see at the end of my day. It's the first thing I see when I get up. And the thing I just wrote down is feeling is healing. You know, sometimes when you're feeling stuff, it's giving you opportunity to heal that stuff. When I'm facing my inadequacies, when I'm facing my fears, when I'm facing the things that scare me, I'm healing elements that might be from my past, either really bad programming or damage that was done by other people and their words or their actions, or worse, things that I've subjected myself to that I have owned and said, this is my label or this is my definition. I've defined myself by that thing. Man, if I'll lean into that, I'll grow from it. That's the opportunity that we have in the midst of our emotions. So we can say affirmations instead of, you know, the complaints. Now instead I can say that in every day, in every way, I am prosperous. In every day, in every way, I overcome my challenges. In every day and in every way, I'm becoming the man I've always wanted to be. I love my wife in ways that help her to be her best. I provide opportunities for my kids to grow and to learn because of the courage and audacity I have to live my dreams. I overcome not because I'm amazing in my efforts and my striving and my uh, title, but I overcome because of my humility and my um, transparency and my courage to keep on and not give up. Like whatever it is for you, own that, treasure that, master that, and become the person that doesn't fall to emotion to someplace negative, but instead is fueled by emotion into something positive. When the negative comes, you learn 
to flex these muscles to reverse course because they're going to come. The negative stuff is going to come. It's always going to come. It's always there. The, the, the reality is how do you address it? How do you face it? How do you turn it around to something good? You're going to change your posture. You're going to move. You're going to take action. You're going to grin from ear to ear. You're going to move quickly. You're going to stand up straight. You're going to hold your head up. You're going to look up into the sky. And you're going to focus on the promise. Focus on that thing that's going to be awesome. Focus on healthy living, healthy life, a healthy body, a healthy thinking. You're focusing on the overcoming of this situation. And your beliefs will follow, and you will speak to yourself by opening your mouth and saying it out loud and, and, and just saying the things you need to say. I'm going to get through this. I got this. I am not giving up. I am amazing. I win at this thing. Whatever it is, speak it. That's my desire for you today. In as much as I've been transparent, vulnerable, and real. My challenge is to you to do the same. Know that troubles will come. I have friends who have just lost loved ones. I myself have gone through massive financial stress and strain. I have been afraid. I've been doubtful. I'm not going to be that way anymore. I'll have opportunities, but I choose today to overcome. I want you to do the same. Will you join me in that? I just want to say thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you have questions or thoughts about today's show, or maybe you want to ask me some questions Come and find me on Twitter at Angus Nelson, or like I said before, email me, hello at AngusNelson.com. If you're looking for anything uh, on our website or you know maybe some show notes about what I just shared today, you can go to AngusNelson.com forward slash 061. I'll jot down some of these notes here that I uh, shared with you today. Other than that, I am your host, Angus Nelson. I believe in you. And before I close... I want you to know I'm going to be making some changes to the show. Speaking to those things that I told you, I believe, are what you want to hear and what you need to hear. Things that are more practical, more real, more equipping for your success. Go ahead and tell your friends about this show because the greatest compliment you can give is a referral to someone else. Tell them in person and say, hey, go listen to Up In Your Business. Man, what a great show. Or share it on the web, post a tweet, put it in Facebook. Share your favorite show with somebody today. Keep taking your business up by getting up in your business. I hope that you live intentionally, love extravagantly, and lead with self-awareness. Be amazing. Thanks for listening to the Up In Your Business podcast with Angus Nelson. Find more at upinyourbusiness.co. Remember, that's .co, not com.